Welcome to Multiverse OQ. Devin? No, you continue it. We're going to explain the multiverse to you, Devin. Keep going. I don't say anything until the very end. Because this is the Trials of the Multiverse, except it's not. It's otherworldly conversations. Now I'm podcast form. <laughs> uh, we've got this train wrecker rolling. It's true. Yeah. Welcome to Multiverse Q. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And we're having a... Otherworldly conversation. Yeah, this week we are going to talk about some movies, some comics, and what makes a good alternate universe, assuming we don't end up going over time. And Lego Marvel. Hashtag uh, DLC, yo. Did uh, Ant-Man come out for everyone yet, or is it still just PlayStation? <laughs> nope, just me. Okay. Actually, I will say, out of all of them, it's by far the most disappointing. But it has Michael Pena. Yeah, and that actually was great. But the problem is, it doesn't... It only takes place during the heist scene. Like, when the final Yellow Jacket fight happens, it's just, like, in the Pimtech building. I was a little disappointed. I really wanted that train fight in Lego form. I can understand that, but it's also, like... They aren't going to put all that much money into it. It's Lego, yeah, they would. For DLC, though, that some people are getting for DL free. Everyone's getting it for DL free. Everyone gets it for DL free. It is, I get it three months earlier than you. Yeah. And that is not free because that means that Sony paid them for that. Because, like, anytime there's, like, the exclusive, like, early release stuff, it's because one of the big companies paid them for it. Okay, well, I don't care either way, but, uh, yeah, how do you feel about the LEGO Marvel DLC that we've gotten so far? Because there's been the Masters of Evil and the Captain Marvel one. Uh, Masters of Evil I liked. Mm-hmm. I will admit I don't actually have any... Was it based off a particular story arc? I don't know either. Okay, because I didn't know that part. It was really, I mean, it was fun. I liked the cast of characters we got for it. And it was a good way, like, I ended up playing that with, uh, Matt Taylor, the Jin. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, he hadn't played before, and he just got to, uh, like, learn how the powers worked and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that one had, like, a good array of powers, too. Mm-hmm. And I love that you can now summon horses. Uh, yes. Bat kept killing my horses. There was, like, a very, like, I don't know, like... Are all those, like, all those Masters of Evil just like, damn, I remember some of you guys being, like, such chumps back in the day. Like, Melter. Yeah. I always liked Teen Melter better. Yeah. Where he's, bon- like, Melter, he's, like, he's, like, one of the epitomous, like, classic 60s villains. Mm-hmm. That nowadays, like, is a nobody. Party mooch. Which, speaking of 60s villains who are no longer, who are now nobodies and are sadly not back anymore, I want to know where the Enforcers are. I miss them. Everyone who truly cares about Spider-Man wants to know where the Enforcers are. It's a sign of goodness in people. Right? Mm-hmm. I want Ox Fancy Dan in Montana. Exactly. And then there was also the Captain Marvel one, which was weirdly adapted from, like, 
the second it was in. Yeah, the second uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick run. Which that's from the first one. Well, or the second arc. Yeah. Because the first so arc was big crossover arc, yeah, with her Avengers series she was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a uh, weird thing to adapt in some ways. Like I, I didn't realize how much of that series I had forgotten. Yeah, and I, I thought it was cool that they did that one. I was, yeah, I will agree that I was a little surprised by their particular choice. Yeah. Just because they're just like, I love the Legos, but they don't actually capture like the same emotion that the comics do. And that one was pretty like heavy. Yeah, and then it's like it, when you replay it and it's like, oh, well, Captain Marvel can fly just fine now. Or Korvac can do everything. Yeah. Korvac can always do everything. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, like... But I like the fact that they went for, like, adapting that specific type of, like, storyline, which makes me, like, very interested to see, like, where the Doctor Strange and Black Panther ones are going to go. Well, I think they had said for the Doctor Strange one they were going to try and adapt, like, the start of Hickman's... Or, no, it's not Hickman, who, uh, Jason Aaron's current run with, like, the Magic Hunters. Oh, okay. Which, like, that would make a really good story. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear which stories they were planning on adapting. Uh, I think Comics Alliance had had it in their piece on the uh, DLC, but I don't want to risk my computer getting hot right now. Yeah. And then and then I'm also curious to see which Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline they're going to try to adapt if they do. I'd, no be specific, fi- not. I'd be fine if they did like the uh, Agent Carter storyline that they had in uh, the main game. Mm-hmm. Where you just like have the random flashbacks to big moments, yeah, or things that didn't happen, but would have been awesome if they did. Yes, agreed. Oh, and speaking of Agents of Shield and Agent Carter, did you see the fantastic lip sync battle between Clark Gregg and Haley Atwell? Nope. Oh, it was pretty great. Clark Gregg dresses up as Britney Spears for the toxic music video. And Haley Atwell did Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. Okay, I don't care about lip sync battles. Had by all. Uh, was it more fun than Agents of Shield has been? Agents of Shield has been great, Luke. No, it hasn't. Yes, it has. Did you see the last episode? Yeah. No, it's been good so far, dude. It's been better. You just but... looked a shit on on it. I still don't care about any of the characters on the show. Okay, and I do. You just like to be go butt down on it like all the time. Yeah, because yeah. you say I need to watch it if I'm going to complain about it. No, you can just stop, honestly. Okay, well that will be easier. Especially because Marvel decided they're not going to do that in Humans movie in 2019. Yeah, thank God. Well, no, that would have been the only thing that made the show worthwhile, because the Inhumans in the show are, like, pointless macguffin things. Well, They're ruining characters, Devin. Not really. I did like weird Basilisk guy, but his name wasn't Basilisk, and that was dumb. Yeah. Now he's dead. Yep, yes he is. But yeah, no, I'm excited the fact that they're not doing the Inhumans movie. Okay. Well, I do not care about the Inhumans, like, at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. And hopefully with them getting rid of this movie, it means that Marvel will stop trying to push them on us so freaking hard. Or it'd be hilarious if they're just like, oh no, we're just going to put like Black Bolt and those guys into the next episode and make it like a romance drama courtly thing in space. You mean what the movie was supposed to be? Yeah. Cause Twilight like, with the Inhumans? Well, no, that was what it was going to be very early on. Doesn't matter. I still believe that's what Marvel would have made. Even though, like, Twilight stopped being relevant, like, three years ago now? Something like that. I don't know, they still have all those stupid YA dystopian novels that follow a similar type of plot. But none of them have magical monsters. But, like, I would be a lot more interested if they're just like, oh no, we're going to turn the Inhumans into a TV show, we're going to drop them into the world, and now we've got, like, a point of contention. Yeah. Maybe they could become a Netflix series. That would be really cool. PBS presents The Inhumans. Or, uh, Great Masterpiece Theater presents The Inhumans. And it's all discussions about how they probably shouldn't adapt the Alpha Primitives because having these people who are supposed to be heroes owning slaves who have been, like, mind-destroyed, it's not a good look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. People can't talk anyway, so it would just be him just staring there. Well, well, this discussion about TV and Lego Marvel took a bit longer, so do you just want to get into what makes a good alternate universe, or do you want to push that off on the next week so we can talk about comics and movies? Doesn't matter to me. Comics and movies it is! Oh man, also speaking of TV, what's his name? Carl Urban has been pushing for, um... A Judge Dread should be made on Amazon or Netflix to continue the movie series. Oh yeah, he's been doing that for a while. Which Well, uh, he's been pushing for a sequel, but recently I guess he has now switched avenues to Netflix. Well, I'd love that, because I mean that Judge Dread movie was amazing. Though, you I mean, know he what, would love that. You know what movie was also amazing? What? Keanu, which I got oh, to see man. a preview of. That movie is everything that I wanted it to be. It had the beautiful, like, looks and production values of, like, Key and Peele, the TV show. And, like, they had some amazing gags that I've just kept, like, thinking back to. And, like, it was altogether a fantastic movie. That's good. I really want to see that. Mm-hmm. I do love Key and Peele. And I'm glad they're making this as their movie and not the other one that they've been rumoring to be making. Uh, what movie? They keep saying that they're going to make The Substitute Teacher into a film. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a terrible idea. It's just like, that sketch is really funny for like the five minutes it lasts. Yeah. I would get very tired of it if you did that for a full hour and a half. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with you on that. Though I do want to see them as uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Oh, that'd be great. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you also saw a movie. I did. I saw early Green Room. Which is where a punk rock band played by Immigrant Poots, maybe Funke, and Mr. Chekhov have to tr- see it witness a murder by the evil neo Nazis played by Patrick Stewart. Oh, and also um, Stephen Stills. And they have to try to escape them as <laughs> evil Patrick Stewart tries to murder them. And it gets super violent super quick. 
Well, I liked all of those actors. You saw the Fright Night remake, right? I didn't see the remake, no. Oh, that remake with uh, David Tennant is fantastic. Is it? Because I kept hearing mixed things. I loved the movie. Like, it is my jam as a fan of, like... The original, though, right? What? Don't you also hate the original, though? The original one didn't work for me. I think a lot of people have nostalgia for it, and it was also, I saw it after having seen the remake. Okay, because I've only seen the original, and I love that one. Because they played it at one of the horror marathons a couple years ago. I wouldn't mind reapproaching it. Well, and then now Netflix apparently has the, like, direct-to-DVD sequel that they made for Fright Night that was not even a real sequel for it. They just changed characters' names. Which one? Uh, for, like, the, uh, remake. Oh, okay. So I was gonna say, there's multiple sequels. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, but yeah, so, I give Keanu my thumbs up, and you give Green Room your thumbs up? Absolutely. And then, uh, Marvel, by the time this has gone up, had a sale last weekend for digital books, and so I ended up getting a bunch of stuff for the podcast, and, uh, that also included some stuff that I didn't get for the actual podcast, like Captain America's Bicentennial Battles, which is a comic where Captain America gets really angry that Ben Franklin and Betsy Ross stole the design for the American flag from his costume because a guy named Mr. Buddha decided to send Captain America back in time to understand what America is about. And Captain America just keeps on being like, yeah, no, I know what America is about, you idiot. Oh, man. And it was written and drawn by Jack Kirby, so it is incredibly weird. Like, there's another scene where Captain America gets sent back in time where he meets Geronimo, and he tries to stop Geronimo from getting murdered. And then he tries to stop the soldiers from murdering him. That and, sounds crazy. Yeah. He also ends up on a movie set where it's, like, one of those, like, big musical numbers, and he just gets stuck between all these women dancing at like this massive showpiece moment and he's like I don't know what's going on here oh speaking of weird like old movies musical numbers I did see that movie Hail Caesar not good it's definitely one of the weirder movies for it had no uh, plot what? that movie had literally nothing yeah it was basically a sketch show yeah I can see it as that oh. It had a lot of stuff that I liked in it, but it definitely... Yeah, there were sketches I liked, but overall, I was just like, uh... It was an unwieldy plot. It was like Scarlett Johansson was like trying to adopt her baby, and then that kind of just like doesn't go anywhere. I was just like, okay? No, she goes and marries uh, Joe. Yeah, that's Hill. like said off-camera. Mm-hmm. The way that I describe it, it... Why was that storyline even there that really had nothing to do with it? literally anything the way that i describe it is the coen brothers finally heard that fiasco is the game that keeps being compared to their movies and so they decided to make a movie based off of their game of fiasco nice it also had actual human giant clancy brown in it it did mm-hmm. and then we also had classic uh basically channing tatum once again every year proving that he is more talented than we can ever hope to be with his fantastic uh tap dancing number yes Oh, it's just like damn, Channing. Why aren't we as good as you? Oh uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, what have you been reading? Any special comics? 
I will also in the sale I purchased the C3PO one shot where we finally get to learn how he gets his red arm. I enjoyed it. Well, that's good because you're not really a big C3PO guy. I find him very I find him like very obnoxious sometimes. Oh my. It seems you enjoy like... C3PO it's more the fact of it's like everyone loves him but it's like that dude's an asshole. Do like, a lot of back people and rewatch those original series, the way he talks to R2 and like everyone else is like, damn, I would have killed you so long ago. They're a sassy gay couple. Yep. Or sassy non-binary... No, no, because like Wikipedia makes it explicit that you're either a male-functioning droid or a female-functioning droid. Oh, yeah. And also, it was established they were gay in uh, the Mark Hamill episode of The Simpsons. For tag team robot wrestling, it's the mighty robots from Battlestar Galactica versus the gay robots from Star Wars. Luke be a Jedi tonight. Do it for Yoda while we serve our guests a soda. And do it for Chewie and the Ewoks and all the other puppets. (laughs) I can always get you with those Simpsons references. True. Well, like, taking way too long. Yeah, well, I think we've reached a good stopping point for this episode of Otherworldly Conversations. Wait, I want to plug one more book. Oh, okay. Once again, it's the unsung hero of the Marvel Universe, but the newest issue is Silk. Super good. Everyone who doesn't read Silk need to get on that. Oh, and Power Man and Iron Fist is also very good, except they... I don't like that art. Oh, I love the art for it. Oh, see, I don't like... Like, Iron Fist looks like some weird homeless man. Whatever they're doing with his beard looks weird. What? And then Luke Cage, to me, looks like a giant refrigerator with a, like, a chia pet on top. The cartoon... The comic series. Yeah. I... Have you actually read, like, the series? No. You don't need to read the series to see the art. Yeah, you do if you're thinking that, like, Luke Cage looks like a Chia Pet and stuff. My, my biggest issue with the series is how they've been treating Jessica Jones, who strangely still does not have a new damn series going on, and in the book she's only getting to be the angry wife. Which sucks. Uh, but yeah. This has been Otherworldly Conversations, our semi-occasional, it may be like a weekly thing if we don't have a lot of stuff to talk about in our main episode, uh, talking session. Where can people find you, Devin? You can find me on the Twitters at FredoFett, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And you can find me on the Twitter at, at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. And I think that about wraps it up. Uh, anything else, you can just... Google Multiversal Q, around the Twitter, Facebook, and we've got that website. Thank you for listening. We'll see you later. Peace.